Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Weave Your Bliss. I'm Paula. Welcome. So grateful that you're here. This week on the podcast, I want to talk about the upcoming eclipses and how these energies can affect us in our life and our business and how to make the most of this time. Before I jump in, I want to invite you to join me on my newsletter list where I send out a resonance love letter every Friday. These are big thinking pieces on business today, what's working in my business, what's going on behind the scenes. It's really the place where I get the most personal with you so that you can really know what I'm thinking about, what I am looking ahead towards. And I also integrate the astrology there and take you deeper into how to look at the astrology in your own life and your own business. So it's super easy. Just go to the show notes and sign up. You can also sign up to receive my planets and your business mini course, which is delivered as audio. So you can listen to it like a podcast and it's short bites on each of the planets and some things to think about around that planet. Super simple to digest. I hope you enjoy it. Let us move into this topic of the eclipses. So a lot of People talk about the eclipses. They are the shadow planets, Rahu and Ketu in the Vedic pantheon, in the Vedic planetary system. These are places in the sky where the moon and sun cross and there is an eclipse possible. And so the nodes are always moving backwards in the sky as opposed to the energy of the planets, which are moving forward, occasionally retrograding, but overall on a trajectory forward. So the nodes are always retrograding and they have this energy of the trickster. If you're familiar with that archetype from Native American thinking, there's this quality of moving things backwards to disrupt existing patterns to bring in different ways of thinking, to create powerful shifts. And that is the energy that we want. Ideally, we want to help propel our business forward with innovation and creativity. And so that is possible, but we have to be really clear about our intentions when we move into this period. So the first eclipse will take place next week on the 25th of October. This will be a new moon. So solar eclipse in the constellation, the lunar constellation of Swati. Swati is a placement about receiving information. It's the deity of this placement is Vayu, the god of the wind, who's the father of Hanuman. And Hanuman is, you know, known for leaping across from India into Lanka to save Sita, picked up a mountain and brought it back so that Lakshman, Rama's brother, could be saved by some medicine that was on the mountain. And Hanuman didn't just go get the medicine. He brought the entire mountain back so that Rama would have his choice of what he needed to help his brother. So he has this power, power in the wind. The wind is 
change. It moves things. There's an ability to create force from a, a strong effort. But Hanuman is also a great devotee. He's a great servant of Ram. There's this quality with Swati of it's symbolized by like a fresh shoot of grass, like blowing in the wind, you know? So there's this element of newness, of freshness, of even naivete, but there's also a lot of power in this placement and a lot of creativity as well, because Swati relates to Saraswati, which is the goddess of learning and knowledge and art and creativity. So this placement is kind of the entree into this period in between eclipses. So eclipses always come in twos, occasionally in threes, because of the nature of when the sun gets close to the nodes, there's going to be two times when the sun is new or when the moon is new or full, when the sun is near the nodes that will create that eclipse situation. So in between eclipses, this is when things can get kind of sticky. As a business owner, you don't want to be making a lot of decisions in this period. So this period is from October 25th to November 8th. That's when the the lunar eclipse in Bharani Nakshatra is the full moon. So during this period of time, it's not a great time to make big decisions, to sign contracts, to hire people, because what happens during an eclipse period is some karmas, often our personal karmas, but interpersonal, right? The things that we that are in relationship, those come to the surface to be dealt with. So before you get nervous and you're like, oh my God, this period's going to be so hard. I'm really worried. <laughs> Just remember that it's the intention that you take in. It is the practices and the things you do to ground yourself in this time that will make it productive and fruitful for you so that when these karmas emerge, you remain calm and you move through them with more ease, allowing more grace in. And then this is the nature of being human. We're always working through karmas. So this is just a karmic quickening. It's a period where more things can come to the surface. And so therefore, we need to be eating things that digest well. We need to be resting well. We need to be slower about the decisions that we make, especially if you are in a period of one of the nodes. So that means a major period or a minor period. That is going to help you make decisions that will be good for you in the long term. Sometimes things during this period can seem like you can feel really compelled, especially if you have an activated Rahu or Ketu. You can feel really compelled to go ahead and make a decision or, you know, you want to disrupt a pattern that's going on and you just want to make it happen. There's a force that can come in, that energy of Swati of Hanuman. But the power of Hanuman is in his grace, his seeing the bigger picture of his focus on Ram, on the divine, the supreme reality. We've got to take a pause because we are human beings and we are in a body. We've got to take a pause and give ourselves the space we need to make decisions properly. That being said, this is a great time to be visioning and journaling and starting to think about what you're calling in and what you want to create and take down all the ideas, write down everything that comes to you. Because sometimes like a strike of lightning during a time like this, an idea will just descend. You don't want to take action on the idea until after the 8th of November. But during this time, you want to receive the ideas. And Swati is also very much about receiving and downloading and taking things in. 
the second eclipse on the 8th of November, and all the times, by the way, are in my astrology guidebook for 2022. So you can see in your time zone what time it's at. I believe both of them are early in the morning. That means that if you're in anywhere earlier than where I am, so on the, the West Coast in America or in Hawaii, for example, you're going to be looking to the day before, most likely, because it'll be right on the cusp of midnight or somewhere around there for Hawaii, for example. But it'll be so early in the morning that you may want to take consideration the day before. So Budani is the lunar constellation where the lunar eclipse will take place on November 8th. And Bharani is represented by the Yoni. So the womb, it's this deep, ponderous, receptive, creative container, and this powerful transmuter and even destroyer is associated with this placement. It's one of the most intense and powerful nakshatras, because as we know, the womb is where it all begins for all of us. It has this power to enact the human experience, to bring us into form, to create the opening for our karmas to start interacting and creating our life, you know, so it has this power associated with it. This placement is, it's about catharsis. It's associated with Yama, the god of death. And in, you know, the Hindu thought, in Hindu thought, there isn't a negativity associated with death. Death is just a process of the soul's movement forward. There's a rebirth at the end of the death. So Yama is actually kind of a jovial character who tallies the score of our karmas, helps us move forward to live out those karmas. So death is not something to be feared. So there may be something within this period that needs to be released, that needs to die, that needs to be reborn in a new form. And so letting those ideas come in, capturing those ideas and really sitting with them like you're a chicken roosting on some eggs. You're just sitting on those ideas and seeing what comes of that. And after the eighth, really taking a decision about, wow, okay, that idea is really great. I think I want to make something out of that. And then starting to build on what that could look like. So not taking action to like start selling anything, not taking action to sign a contract, start a program, anything like that during this time. This time is really about reflection and internal work. And you may be thinking, Paula, I feel like you just keep saying this over and over again. And I'm sorry, I don't have, you know, news of complete ease and flourishing in the astrology like this whole year. It's been about reflection and internal work. But I think this is, it's about a larger paradigm shift that we are in the midst of. It's about fully stepping into our power. It's about re-envisioning the world we want to live in. And that does require a lot of reflection time. It requires us to be really grounded, which is why, you know, the foundation of my work is actually my spiritual practices in the morning and having that time to kind of situate myself in between earth and, you know, heaven and earth and become a vessel for whatever it is I'm bringing forward. We have to do this work in a really intentional way so that we can call in this new paradigm so that we can actually have more time to relax, enjoy, be on the ride, which, you know, in this time, this shifting time, the astrology just is not granting us access to that as easily. Now, that being said, during these two eclipses, 
Venus will be strong in its own sign of Libra on that nodal axis. So this could give us access to really creative new ways of thinking about our situation. And then rebirthing that after the Barani full moon eclipse, you know, we'll have this opportunity to birth our idea out into the world. So tapping into that creative side. And if you heard last week's interview with Nicole, Dr. Nicole Tetro, she really talked about how to tap into our creativity. I highly recommend it if you didn't hear it. And utilizing these tools and these means of like really dropping into our creative expression and allowing that to lead us into new ways of being, new ways of thinking. So I really hope this is helpful for you. The eclipses are not something to be feared. They can be intense. They can be harsh. They have that energy of Kali. You know, Kali is this goddess who is, you know, horrific, cuts the heads off of the demons and wears them as a skirt. She has this quality of fierceness. But what her goal is, is to eliminate the demons, the obstacles, the difficulties in our life that we are sometimes attached to. Sometimes we misread, we misunderstand. She removes those in a really quick way. It's like ripping off a bandaid, which hurts in the moment, but it has this quality of relief of, you know, bringing sunshine to the wound of like bringing air and space back into the equation so that things are not overly damp and hidden. So embracing this process is part of how we actually polish our mirror and become clearer about our intention, about our purpose, about who we're here to serve, what we're here to do. So I wish you all the best during this time. I hope these eclipses are super productive for you and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantula-Desma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day and we will connect soon on a future episode. Thank you.